0: Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Brother Justin Cooper coming to today from somewhere along the revival trail. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very... Word of God. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope you've already spent some time in prayer and reading your own Bible and uh, walking with God personally. There's no substitute for a personal walk with God. You and I need to make sure every day that we, on purpose, set some time aside to spend time with the lord the songwriters wrote about it about uh, walking with the lord and talking with the lord and sweet hour of prayer and fellowshipping with the lord and what a friend we have in jesus and i think oftentimes we sing those songs almost alien to the truth of them because we don't take the time out of our schedule to make christ a priority but he ought to be he ought not just be part of our life he ought to be our life's hub and everything else ought to revolve around our relationship with our Savior. And it gets sweeter every day as you walk with Him. If you read this Bible, how God will open up the Scripture and bring things out that you've never seen before, and how God will use those things to stir you and speak to you and challenge you and change you. And I want to challenge you today. Be a Bible student and spend some time uh, with the Lord every single day. We are in Acts chapter 27. We've been in this chapter now for four Bible studies, and this will be number five. And we're making our way down through this narrative of Paul caught in the midst of a tempestuous storm called a Euroclanon, a strong, severe, scary, and deadly kind of a storm. And we've read most of this account, uh, we're about halfway through it, we're down into verse 25 and following, and we found that Paul testified that throughout the stormy night, the Savior stood by his side And Jesus told Paul, there's no need to fear. He said, it's going to be all right. And isn't that a blessing that you and I have a Savior who promised, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. He's a friend that sticketh, stays, sticketh closer than a brother. Thank God for that. He's not a fair weather friend. He's not just an advantageous Savior. I'm glad he's not scared of stormy weather, but he's there by our side through it all. And you can depend on that today. I can depend upon that today, and I am. I pray you will as well. Now, let's begin our reading. Verse 25, it says, Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me, howbeit we must be cast upon a certain island. Now, Paul, just prior to that, had said, There stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not! And he said, you know, fellas, I want to inform you of something. I just want you to be aware of this, that last night, While you were tossing and turning and nervous and scared to death, thinking all hope was gone, the Savior stood by me. And Jesus spoke to me and said, hey, listen, there's no need to fear. He said, fear not. He said, don't have to worry. You don't have to fear. Fear not. But here's the key. Verse 25, wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God. Paul believed him. Paul said, you know what? I believe what God said. (laughs) Ooh, I'm about to shout right there. He said, I believe what God has told me. He said, God said it's going to be all right. I believe it's going to be all right. If God told me uh, that we're going to make it through, I believe we're going to make it through. If God said everything's fine, I believe everything's fine. It might be stormy on our side, but everything's calm on heaven's side. And He said, I'm just going to trust the Lord in this thing. I believe God. I believe God. When the lightning is crashing, I believe God. Though the storm is raging, I believe God. Though the waves are knocking us to and fro, I believe God. Though we're throwing tackling out of the ship, I believe God. Though the sun is not shining, I believe God. Though the stars have been eclipsed, I believe God. Though you've been scared to death and telling me that this is a a, a, a dire and deadly situation, I believe what God has told me. And God said, we're going to be all right. He's still in control. He'll guide us through this storm. I believe God. Let me challenge you today. What a motto to live by. You know, folks always say, I want a, I want a, I want a life verse. I, I, want a, I, want a, I want a motto for my life. Well, that'd be a good one right there. I believe God. Every blessing in this book will come to you and I if we have faith in God. Believe God. We miss out on so much because we just won't believe God. Now, believing God seems something elementary, it seems something very simple. It seems to me something that should be very basic for a Christian. When I tell my son something, he believes me. Uh, It doesn't matter how far-fetched it is. At this point in his life, he's six years old, he'll, he'll believe his dad. He believes me. Why? Because he, he, I, I provide for him. Uh, I, I, uh, I love him. I, I keep him safe. And it, he has no cause to think that I would tell him something that wasn't true, so he just believes Dad. He believes me. How much more for the Christian should we believe our Heavenly Father? He provides for us. He loves us. He keeps us safe. Uh, he's not going to lie to us. He tells us the truth. Just believe God. You say, well, I just don't think God can. Well, that's the problem right there. God can, and God will, but He won't if you don't have faith. I want to challenge you have faith in God. I believe God. Now watch verse 26. Howbeit we must be cast on a certain island. Now, I'm not a health and wealth, prosperity, charismatic preacher on, t- on TBN or one of these deliverance men who's trying to make money off of uh, ignorant people. I want to give you the truth of it. Just because you make the declaration of faith and say, I believe God, doesn't mean it's going to take every storm away. The storm does not end in this verse. It doesn't mean it's going to remove all the valleys. It doesn't mean it's going to erase your burden. It doesn't mean it's going to fill your coffer with money and put uh, uh, food on your table immediately and take all the calories out of your piece of pie and make your waistline shrink. That's not what it's saying. He said, I believe God, that God's going to see us through. He said, but we're still going to have a shipwreck. Now, that goes back to the bad decision to set sail where the centurion listened to the master of the ship instead of Paul. They cannot avoid the circumstance that they're in, but they do have this confidence. God promises that they're going to be kept safe, that they're going to get through it. And I want, to, I want to encourage you, listen, you say, well, I love God. I sold out. I'm serving God. I give to the church. I, I tithe. I, I show up for soul winning. I, I believe God. I have faith in God. I pray. I read my Bible. I try to do right, dress right, talk right, smell right, all these things. And yet still, it seems like things are going sideways in my life. Yeah, well, that's just Bible. It wasn't always perfect for Noah. It wasn't always perfect for Abraham. It wasn't always perfect for Jacob. It surely it wasn't always perfect for Joseph. It wasn't always perfect in the life of Isaac. It wasn't always perfect for David, or, or, sorry Daniel or Jeremiah or Isaiah. Or you can go through the Bible list. It wasn't always perfect in the life of Peter. And here we have the occasion. It wasn't always perfect, quote-unquote, in the life of Paul. But they were still in the will of God. And God was still directing their steps. And God was still upholding his word and keeping his promises. And so let me encourage you. Don't you get bitter at God. You say, well, I've blessed his name. Yeah, well, Job said, hey, the Lord gives, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. He said, even if everything's taken away, I'll just worship God because God's worthy of my worship. He's worthy to be praised. And so I like the statement, I believe God. But just because you have faith in God, it doesn't mean you're not going to have a howbeit. There's some howbeats even when you have faith. That's right. Things still can go sideways, and they still will. What's that do? The trying of your faith worketh patience. And patience will have its perfect work. And listen, it's going to be more precious than gold, the trial of our faith, right, that we go through. So we just trust God through it all. That's not faith anyway. If you say, well, I believe God, and then everything falls apart, and you get mad about it. I'm pausing for effect. It's not faith anyhow. I believe God, and then it doesn't go the way you want it to, and you say, well, I guess God wasn't in control after all. You didn't believe God to begin with. No, you are rubbing your rabbit's foot, right, shaking your magic eight ball, hoping that your outcome would come to fruition. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about genuine faith in God. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Uh, Our God is able to deliver us. But if not, we're still not going to bend, bow, or burn. Uh, We're going to trust God anyhow. That's Paul's faith in this statement. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God. By the way, having faith in God will affect your attitude. So many folks walk around bitter, mad, upset, nervous, scared, fearful, anxious, depressed. Why? Because they're not trusting God. They're wrapped up in Worry. They're not tangled up in faith. They're wrapped up in worry. But if you believe God, it'll help your outlook on life. It'll help you smile a little bit. It'll give you an amen every once in a while. It'll turn your pouts into shouts when you have faith in God. It'll keep you pressing on. Even when things don't work out the way you think they ought to, you'll know this, they worked out the way God wanted them to. I believe God. How be it? I believe God. How be it? No matter what comes, I believe God. I'm trying to drive this truth home. You're driving down the road. You're at work today. You're sitting in your car, maybe in your living room. I don't know where you're at today, but I want you to know this. Believe God. Have faith in God. And no matter if it's pleasurable or painful, no matter if it's stormy or sunny, no matter if it's up or it's down, or if it's dark or it's light, faith in God will guide us through, and we can have cheer in those situations of life. How be it? How be it? Be of good cheer. Believe God. How be it? Just believe God. That's all the time we have for today. We'll get into the rest of this chapter as we go forward next Bible study. Until then, pray with me for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.